0: Well, we've been waiting a while for this one today i'm talking about free guy this is scott's Soap indulgent movie podcast Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I'm talking about Free Guy, which is, uh, I think, yeah, it was kind of released in the summer blockbuster spirit. And uh, it was a, this is a movie I think a lot of people saw previews for for a long time, and then actually came out, and everybody was wondering, would it actually be OK? And it was. So without further ado, let's get started. The pandemic has done a real number on release dates. It made sense when the majority of films, especially the blockbusters, decided to forego theatrical releases or wait until audiences could safely return, just as adjusting your movie's release date to avoid overcompetition would. But some movies feel like they got left behind or perpetually pushed. Free Guy was one of those movies. I don't remember when I saw the first preview, but it felt like it was when Avengers Endgame came out. And yet, nearly two years after I started seeing previews, Free Guy came out and got a positive reception. Having finally seen it, I can see why. Ryan Reynolds plays Guy, an NPC in an online open world GTA clone. But while Guy says his chaotic world is exactly how he'd like it, a chance encounter with a beautiful hacker's character sets Guy on a path to power that could change his world and the real world as well. So, Free Guy is a movie I liked but didn't love. I think the casting is great from top to bottom, the central premise is solid, and especially welcome in the modern video game crowd. And there's a handful of ex- excellent action beats. What I find fascinating is how the film blends a midlife crisis and an existential crisis into a revolutionary attitude. And since I threw so much terminology together in one t- sentence, I'll break all of those down. The film's initial hook is the old you-have-the-power-to-change-your-life wish fulfillment. Guy is literally a drone in this world that's stuck in a loop, so it's fun to watch him buck expectations and not accept his chaotic world as normal. And because he's a video game character, he can fuck up massively and come back the next day. Of course, once Guy learns what he is and what his world is, that's when the existential element comes in. Which I swear wouldn't have hit me as hard in an internet culture that didn't ask, are we in a simulation all the time, but it does here. It means the second thrust is this world and these people establishing their autonomy regardless of their origins, and their allies on the outside attempting to help them. And there's a slight revolutionary attitude that prevails in this film guy's revolutionary action in the game isn't, is that he doesn't kill everyone. It's that he saves lives or simply disarms and beats other players. He's not trying to destroy. By the end, he's even organizing the equivalent of mass labor movements or giant strikes, which is amazing to sneak into a mainstream movie like this. So why doesn't this movie hit harder, despite being generally solid, fun, and full of ideas? I'd say it comes down to two things. The first is that the film attempts to make it feel real and legitimate undercuts its core messages. Throughout the film, we get a couple of news drops to indicate how Guy and his allies are affecting the game world. To bolster this, we get commentary from a number of top streamers. Why is this a problem? Because if you know who these streamers are, you know the games they play are things like Fortnite, where cooperation is not a thing. They're spouting off a gaming philosophy they clearly have no intention of doing themselves. And the movie has a lot of stuff like this that doesn't feel real, like piling on a studio for a rushed game, or allegations of abuse. Yeah, if you haven't been following the game industry, the ending feels like a pipe dream. The second reason is that the movie lacks any definitive or jaw-dropping set pieces. Many of the scenes have fun with video game logic or unexpected power-ups, but minus a couple of broad but effective nerd references, there's, a few moments, there's only a few moments that stood out to me. If anything, the movie could use more scenes like the bits between Guy and his best friend Buddy where they reflect on their existence and their connection. Still, the verdict is, it's fun through a Hollywood filter. Though it may not match the height of its ideas, Free Guy is still plenty of fun and an easy recommendation. 7 out of 10. Mm.